Good evening, everyone. Welcome to the very first episode of the Dating Chronicles podcast. My name is Tanya, and I'm going to be your host for this evening. Thanks to everyone who has encouraged me, who has tuned in to watch um, some of my little spoofs on Instagram so far and have been telling me how much they're looking forward to hearing the stories that I have um, lined up for you all. Um, I'm going to be putting everything out on Instagram. So underscore dating chronicles underscore is the Instagram page. That's where the podcast will be uploaded. So tell all your friends, tell all your family, share, like, comment. Whenever you see something, turn those notifications on so that you will not miss it. Um, I want to give you guys a little bit of background about why I decided to start the Dating Chronicles podcast. So I am recently 46 as of April 8th. And um, I'm divorced. So for those people who date with the purpose of getting married, I guess I can say that I've successfully completed one full dating cycle. Dated, got engaged, got married. Marriage didn't work out, but, you know, that's a, you know, that's a different podcast. Um, So I got through that full successful cycle at least once in my life. So yay for me. I do have a teenage daughter as a result of that relationship, so it wasn't a total loss. Um, To be totally transparent, I think the dating world is a joke, honestly. Uh, Some people may agree. Some people may disagree with my point of view, but the Dating Chronicles podcast is going to explore all aspects of the dating world. Discussions about whether people actually meet in person anymore or if everything is just an online, endless you know, cycle of chatting and texting or um, which gender has it worse in the dating world. Do males have more horror stories than females do? We're going to explore all of that. Um, I'm going to be sharing some of my stories from my personal experiences. And in future episodes, I'm going to have guests to share their experiences also. Some positive, you know, people who have successfully dated in the online world and have relationships, people who have found their partners and marriages online, um, and some not so positive stories. We're gonna have um, a male and female point of view, so we are not here to bash. Although the stories that I'm gonna tell are probably gonna sound pretty bashing, but we are not here to bash men. We are talking about dating experiences and dating experiences only, so no one-sided perspectives. We're gonna have stories from gentlemen as well as females so just remember that all the sarcasm that you'll hear from me is because of my jaded experiences there are still people out there who are hopeless romantics or some are just fools for love which i used to be guilty of um and when i say used to be i mean like i was literally just court jester for certain individuals, I'll say. Two specific people from my past, I can really say that I was really foolish for. Um, Just red flags all over both of them. And I just started collecting the flags. Like, I made a whole blanket, and that's how I slept at night. So my model back then was like, you know, that's mine. I'm going to stick beside them. But anyway, don't let me discourage you in any way. If you are one of those people who are, uh, you know, all about dating and going to find your future spouse or whatever, more power to you. I am, yeah, a little bit dated. So nowadays, uh, I think I have successfully made three months my limit for any person that is in my life, whether that be three months where 
I'm cutting you off or three months where, okay, maybe this could possibly go somewhere. Um, I do recognize and acknowledge, acknowledge the red flags a little earlier and I will cut someone off with the quickness. Um, if you don't like the same cereal as me, mm -mm, you gotta go. If you are rooting for the Cowboys while I'm rooting for the Eagles, yeah, I'm gonna say thank you next. So, um, yeah, I have a very, very low tolerance for foolishness at this point in my life. And I just, I don't feel like being bothered with a lot of crap. So probably not the best, uh, I guess, motive to have when you're trying to date, but it is what it is. After years of just crap shoots, it's like, I don't even feel like it anymore. But, um, so those are some of the episodes that are coming up. The gentleman's perspective, the online dating perspective, meeting people in person, people who have actually had success in the online dating world, and then people who have just given up on dating altogether and just refused to do it. So we're going to talk to a lot of people about a lot of things. Um, one of the intros that I'm going to give you guys is a story from my dating repertoire. So let me give you a little bit of background. Um, I dated a guy for a few months, about two years ago. We did meet online. I won't say the website or the app that I use. Don't want to be endorsing anything. So I'm going to refer to, I'm not going to say anybody's real name or give any descriptions just in case they're out there listening and I don't want any, you know, backlash from it or whatever. So I'm going to say, I'm going to refer to this person as negative Nathan. So Nathan is not his real name. Important facts about negative Nathan is, um, you know, we started talking online. So we're getting to know each other. What do you like? What's your favorite food? What's your favorite color? Which that part of the process, I really can't stand anyway. So learned that he um, did not have a car at the time that we were interacting or exchanging information that he was, he didn't have his own place. He was renting a room from someone, um, a basement dwelling, and that uh, the job that he had at the time was not, he wasn't making that much money. But hey, I'm an equal opportunity dating person. And so um, I'll say, what the heck? He was nice enough, you know, attentive and endearing. So I'm like, what the heck? I'll give him a chance. Everybody is at a different point in their life at some stage. So I didn't want to judge the guy. All these factors are going to be important for the rest of the story. So remember, no car lives in a person's basement and does not make the most money as far as his job was concerned. Gave him a chance anyway. Um, so I can see some of y'all saying right now, especially the people that I know, like, why would you even bother? Um, I was just not being a judgmental person at the time. And I wanted to give him the benefit of the doubt and see where it could go. Uh, so... Our initial, like I said, initial communication was good. So what the heck, let's go. So things started off well, as they usually do when you meet somebody new. Um, the more I got to know him, however, the more I realized he was extremely negative and complained all the time about anything. First time he ever came to my apartment, um, seemed to have a very strong opinion about the design of my bathroom that's in my bedroom. And no, uh, I'm not kidding. Uh, he went on his whole rant about 
why would they make the bathroom shape like that? Why didn't they put the this part out here and that part out there? And like, he was really upset by this whole thing. And I'm like, you're just visiting. You don't live here. So why is this a problem for you? So anyway, that was the first time that I uh, observed the negative energy. Next example was him complaining um, during a conversation about going out versus staying in when we're having dates. So this happened around football season. Normally on Sundays during football season, I like to cook, stay in and watch the games on TV. And don't get me wrong, though, I don't have a problem going out sports bars or, you know, people's houses or whatever to watch the games. But for the most part, I'd rather just do my Sunday dinner, stay home, and watch the football games. So a few Sundays while we were dating each other, I'll cook and I'll invite him over to watch the game with me. So he told me during one of our conversations that uh, he doesn't want to be stuck in the house all the time and that we should go out more to watch the games. Okay, mind you. And he also had a problem with the fact that I always invited him to my place and didn't want to go to his. So the first time I went to his apartment, um, it wasn't very inviting to me. It's like I said, in the basement of someone's house, it's basically like you go through this door and then there's a mattress on the floor and it's a tiny little, it was very uncomfortable. And so I didn't want to go there. I want, I'd rather come to where I am, where I live is more spacious. We have room to move around or whatever. So that was, that was what I told him. So anyway, that was the second, um, second, um, geez, I lost my train of thought. Just thinking about this makes me upset. That was the second instance of, you know, just the negativity. So I don't know a lot of men who don't appreciate a woman who wants to stay in sometimes and, you know, cooks a meal or whatever. But to each his own, he wanted to go out. Fine. Um, so I'm like, you know, whatever at this point. He's already very close to getting cut off because of just the negativity. So this last example, this story happened all in one single day. So, um, and this was the part where I ended, you know, ended things with him because I'm like, this is just not going to work out. So we planned a date that happened to include my daughter. She was going to a sleepover in another town that evening. So we decided to do something early in the day with her, drop her off at the sleepover, and then he and I will go have dinner. So we started out, I had to pick him up at the train station. He doesn't live in my town. He lives in another town, which is about 30 minutes away from me. Picked him up at the train station. And um, I could see him, but I couldn't see the cars that were parked in the parking spots before where I was. So I thought that they were full. So I parked a you know, few cars back. If you guys could have seen the look on his face, because he expected me to pull directly in front of him to get into the car without him having to walk um, a few feet back to my car. Like he literally had a whole attitude when he got in the car. And I'm like, you are extremely lucky that I even came to pick you up, but whatever. My daughter was with us. I was not trying to have an argument with this dude. Um, so we're driving to this place that he chose because he's familiar with the area and I'm not. 
driving to this place with our, my daughter. He's complaining the whole time about me not driving aggressively and why won't you go around them and blah, 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 blah. And I'm just like, okay, this is what we're going to do for the whole day. Anyway, we went to this fun place. She played some games. He played some games. We ended up dropping her off at the slumber party place and then um, went to go have dinner. So I'm not familiar with the area. He has been to this town before he knows the area, so he's asking me, what do you want to eat? And I'm like, I'm not familiar with here. You've been here before. Make a suggestion, and I'm fine with it. So he's like, no, no, tell me what you want. We'll go where you want to go. Fine. Riding down this main road, there's shopping centers and restaurants all over, so I see a place that's familiar to me, Chili's. My daughter and I love Chili's. By myself, I love Chili's. On a date, I love Chili's. Chili's, I love Chili's. It's something that I know. I was like, all right, let's go to Chili. So I thought it was fine. Come to find out a couple days later, he goes on this whole rant about, I can't believe you chose to go to Chili's on our day. And I'm just like, what does that even mean? I don't understand. I don't understand the problem. So apparently Chili's, because I chose to Chili's, well, why didn't you pick you know, some other name of some place. And I said, I don't even know what that is. I've never been to that area before for the millionth time. I don't know what that is. If that's where you wanted to go, why didn't you just say that? So long story short, after that conversation, he told me that I was basic and I was boring because I'd rather stay in and watch football and cook than to go to the bar. And because I chose Chili's for dinner instead of some fancy smancy, whatever the place is that he thought I should choose. So I was like, all right, I'm going uh, uh, to head out <clears throat> because clearly you got issues, dude, and I'm not trying to be bothered with this foolishness. So just this is just one example of just why. Why are you complaining about things that other people would love to have in their lives? But again, everybody is different. No, you know, Wish him the best with whoever he's with. Mind you, after that, called me for months after I was trying to get back in. But I'm like, yeah, no, I'm good. <clears throat> so another example. This is good too. Another online. Maybe this is this is the problem. The online thing. Another online dating experience where met a gentleman. We met for drinks once. He claimed, here's my air quotes, that he worked a lot. Um, I work so much, my shift is weird and my schedule is weird and my this is weird. Okay, we finally got to after talking on the phone, got to meet up for drinks. Um, we basically had one little two dollar drink. I think it was happy hour or some crap, I don't know. And it was pretty much it. He was I gotta get ready to get going. I don't even know what the purpose was. Like I don't know if he was trying to see if I really look like my profile or it, I don't even know what the purpose is. Like it was so quick and so like meaningless. I don't even long then this is the ticker. So after that meet and greet is what I will call it. Cause it really wasn't a date. He proceeds to send me a picture of uh, what I assume is somebody's car being an accident. And tells me that his car got hit while he was wherever, doing whatever. And could I send him $500 for his deductible?
Yeah, your sound didn't go out. I was just, yeah, quiet. I'm sorry, what? I just really, I'm going to pay you back. I just really need this um, really quick file. First of all, I'm an investigator. I'm looking at the picture. Like, I don't even know if this is really your car. I've never seen your car. I don't know what, your, what kind of car you have. I don't know. You didn't pull this off the internet just to use as a scam to get people to give you money. Like, yeah, that's going to be a no. <clears throat> and then it's all, oh, I don't know why you got to be like that. Get mad at me because I won't give you my money. Dude, I don't even know you like that. Un, I mean, the stuff, this is this is the tip of the iceberg, y'all. You have no idea the crack that we go through. So, third example. This is this is a, an emotional unavail emotionally unavailable person, which we run into those a lot. Um, I think he basically just wanted a sex partner, which is fine. If that's what you want, just say that. My issue with people nowadays is they don't tell the truth. If you're not looking for a commitment or you have a wife at home or you just want to screw every day, just say that. You'll be surprised at how many people actually are okay with what you want if you just tell them. Don't give me the fairy tale of, oh, I want to get married and, oh, you're the one for me and all of that, that, that this, that, and third, because you think that's, that's, that's what I want to hear. And, you know, that's what's going to make me stay around or that's what's going to make me be intimate with you. No, tell me the truth because you could be telling me, you know, I don't really want a commitment right now. I just want to have fun. Well, guess what? So do I. Stop lying. And this goes on for men and for women. Stop lying all the time. Let somebody know what the real deal is and let them decide whether they want to deal with it or not. If it don't work out, oh, well. Maybe somebody else will want to put up with whatever it is you have going on. Don't lie to me. And then make me think it is something that it's not like that. Just, it just, it just gets on my nerves. So he uh, was basically just going through a separation from his spouse. And it was some substance abuse involved on her part. And his kids were with their aunt because he worked so much to take care of them. He didn't have time and he just, he didn't want to meet anybody. He didn't want to meet my friends. He didn't want to come around my family because his family dynamic was so jacked up. And I mean, just like totally, he would go days at a time laying on a couch and not going to work because he was just so distraught about what was going on in his life. And I'm like, dude, Going through a separation is hard. I've been through it. Going through a divorce is hard. I've been through it. But come on. Like, come on. If all you wanted was, you know, a good time or rolling the hay or whatever, just freaking say that. Just say that. And I'd have been like, either, okay, cool, let's do this. Or I'd have been like, no, thank you. Uh, you know, good luck with finding what you're looking for. Like, I just don't understand the lies. I don't understand the lies. Why do you have to lie about it? Just be honest. And then see where it goes. So, yeah, those are uh, <laughs> just a teaser of a few encounters that I've had over the years. I have been single now for, this is going to sound pretty sad, but let's see, 20, I'd say 2014, 2015 was when my last relationship like officially ended. And it was just kind of a, 
get together or try to get back together type of thing since then. But the actual relationship ended back then and I've been single ever since. Like, have I dated? Sure. You know, a couple of involvements, a couple of entanglements here and there. Um, you know, try to get back with my ex, two different exes. Sometimes that's the answer. Sometimes it's not, though, because at least with your ex, you kind of know the foolishness you're going to be dealing with and not having to learn a new person's foolishness. But then, you know, you realize after a while, like, that's why we broke up. Yeah. Okay. So I'm going to leave that alone, too. So it's it's a wild world out here. This whole dating dynamic and trying to maneuver and getting to know somebody for the first time and do you like this? Do you like that? What kind of food do you want? And what's your love language? Oh, it's exhausting. And this for it just to not turn into anything like it's exhausting. Don't get me wrong. I am fine being single. I'm fine with that. I have a very supportive family. I have great friends. Um, my daughter is very active in a lot of activities that require, you know, weekend and evening participation. And so I'm not sitting around, you know, being sad or being lonely or whatever. But every now and then, you know, you want that companion that you could say, hey, let's go grab or this weekend thing or this concert and those types of things. But being single is not as bad as people think. Some people just have to be in a relationship or have to be around somebody or have to be dating someone. And that's not me. Um, so, yeah. Enough teasers. Um, I am still in the beginning stages of this whole podcast world. And so I'm trying to determine whether I'm going to do weekly, bi-weekly, once a month type of things. So I'm not 100% sure at this point. Um, my next, my thought process is to get um, get my guests lined up for my next couple episodes. The next episode is going to be, uh, let me see. I got this all worked out for you guys. So let's see. The next episode is going to be online versus meeting in person, which apps are the best. Um, when you put your bio and profile up, what are some do's and don'ts that people want to see when they're looking for someone online and that people absolutely don't want to see when they're looking for someone online. Um, I have some samples that I kind of screenshot it and I'm going to read to you guys and the stuff is gold. Like I can't make this stuff up when it comes to people trying to sell themselves and the stuff that they say, it's ridiculous. Um, do people meet in person anymore? And what are the best places to meet people in person if you had done it? So my plan right now is to do once a month. I don't want you guys to get tired of me talking <laughs> and get bored and get uninterested. Um, so I want to kind of give you some space to get this one out there, to share it across platforms, to tell people about it so that you can build a following. It's only for entertainment. Trust me. It is sharing experiences. Some people have stories that need to be told. And I have a couple people lined up that have stories that need to be told. Um, so I'm thinking maybe 11 at 9 
um, which is a month from the April 13th date for the first episode. The second one should be May the 11th, but I could change it. I might do it every two weeks. I will see how things go when I get with the guests that I have coming up and we get the session done. So um, feel free to send me messages online. Again, underscore Dating Chronicles underscore is the Instagram page where the podcast will be uploaded. Probably will be shared on my Facebook, my personal Facebook page too. I don't think I'm going to do a Dating Chronicles Facebook page, but you never know. Again, all evolving. This is all new. We're trying this out to see how it's going to go, to see what it's going to pick up the momentum if people are really interested in this topic. Um, So any dating questions that you may have, send me a message. Um... If you have stories that you want to tell, male or female, send me a message. Um, If you have topics that you want us to discuss and you want to suggest topics, send me a message. So until next time, don't do it. If you're thinking about it, don't do it. It's It's not worth it. No, I'm kidding. Enjoy yourselves. Do whatever makes you happy. They don't, they, you know, get in a relationship, don't get in a relationship. Whatever it is that makes you happy and makes you want to, you know, go on with life and fun and adventures, do that. Don't let anybody tell you what's best for you. Take care and thanks for watching.